Welcome to My Autism Tribe, an organization of advocates that are educating, supporting, and empowering those in our communities. We are one voice made stronger. I'm your host, Susan Mills. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Um, just wanted to say hi. This is Susan Mills, and I am with my husband, Cameron. Who's going to try not to talk so much this time? I love when you talk. Well, I know you do, but that doesn't mean your listeners do. Uh, I think that they love to hear you talk. You're the one that has been described by one of your listeners as having the best voice ever. Ooh. Put much better than that. <laughs> well, um, soothing, I don't know. Soothing? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Like whale songs. That's probably not what Alex would say, but. Well, but he doesn't have the most soothing voice either sometimes. The last yeah. two mornings, for example. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's he's going through that. He wakes up and, and always has, thankfully, 99% of the time in a great mood. And I'd like to say that he kind of gets a little bit of that from me. Sure. Um, well, you you all feed off each other in the morning. We do. We do. And sometimes I wake up and I'm really um, hyper, I guess. We all have to be once he gets up. Because noises just start coming. And then he starts he shouting down the hallway wanting to know if we can hear the noises he's making. Yeah, in there. Can you all hear me? Can yep. you all hear this? Yep. Yep. All kinds of like different. He's just a ham. And I love how his personality is coming out. And he truly does love making people laugh. <laughs> um, but he always asks after he's tried to make you laugh what you found to be funny. You know, well, what, what, why, why are you laughing? I'm like, well, you just made a joke. They could be terrible jokes. He is, he's, in his eight years, he's used the word why more than any other word. Why? And I love that. I do too. Because I think that's a sign of intelligence, right? At least. He's trying to I'm work told. things out. He's trying to work things out. Yeah. So I'd much rather him say why, 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 why a million times a day than not. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, wanted to touch on a subject that we mentioned in last week's podcast, and that is a big four-letter word. Um, and it's not one that you may think of, a four-letter word that's been kind of a bad word in our house, um, and that's the four-letter word of rain. Not thunderstorms, not lightning, not rain. thunder, rain. Just rain. rain. And Alex has been struggling with the feeling of rain um, pretty much for as long as I can remember um, from the sensory standpoint um, and has worked a lot through it like through therapy and stuff like it there used to be a time when um and gosh this was when he was like four years old even where he hated to get his feet wet so if it was raining outside or anything like that he wanted to be carried so wait a minute now with shoes on shoes off didn't matter didn't matter didn't matter he didn't want he didn't want water standing water or even wetness around his shoes socks feet anything nope not at all. And so we worked through that. How? Um, well, he was in ABA therapy mm-hmm. at the time. And then we just kind of, it, because he's never had a problem with baths, like water in general. Showers, right? Love, yeah, yeah. loves water. Loves, the, loves, loves the, pool. the pool. But for whatever reason. When we went to the lake, constantly wanted to get back in the water. Yeah. And I think because it's a controlled thing. He knows when he can get into the pool. Rain, on the other hand, um... <laughs> From the meteorology standpoint, 
is kind of, especially in Kentucky, can be, well, there's a chance of rain today. It may rain, it may not rain. So that uncontrollable, I think, is really hard for him. Well, and think about the idea that he'll look up, and if he sees overcast skies, first question out of his mouth in the morning, other than, you know, other than I'm sure why, is is it going to rain? Mm-hmm. In the last few weeks, last few months. I oh, mean, yeah. And all of this culminating around uh, maybe since I've known you, one of your worst days. Is that fair to say? Uh, At least the the, the lowest I I think I've seen you. Yeah. Maybe maybe second lowest. Yeah. Well, I can think of one thing that that you were mad at me about. So then that's fair. So, (laughs) well, so this is, um, I kind of, uh, so this summer we decided that we were going to take a little quick trip to Cincinnati, which is about an hour and a half away or so, to a theme park called Kings Island. Um, and it's one of the Six Flags theme parks. Alex, in previous years, he was a roller coaster fanatic, loved roller coasters. As soon as he would ride a roller coaster and he would get off, he would want to ride it right back again. And Which was bizarre for me to think because there's so much loud like noise, noise banging around I mean it's just yeah from the sensory standpoint it's a lot to take in even just for someone who doesn't have sensory challenges but for whatever reason he loved roller coasters mm. so I thought well let's take him back right before school starts right and that could be like a fun little you know last hoorah of summer so we went he seemed like he was okay Okay, excited. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, Well, cool. he's, he never really, he, it's, it's, I don't know. When we told him about Disney World, I don't know, which we did, what, the beginning of the summer or last year, mm-hmm. he didn't seem very excited in that moment. It was like, okay, let's, this has got to sink in or we have to explain what we mean by Disney World or. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he doesn't know that he's supposed to be excited until he experiences it, which is why it's so critical, I think, and I think all of the parents or caregivers that are listening right now to someone that they love on the spectrum will totally get this. You have to make sure that that first impression is a good one or else there is a strong chance that they will never want to do it again. <laughs> so it's like I'm constantly living on, on edge trying to make every first experience the very, very best that I can, whether it's snow sledding or making cookies or whatever. I think of all the things that, that I've seen, learned, whatever you want to say with autism, this is the most baffling to me, right? I, I can, because I, I, I identify with him on the re- listening and watching the same things over and over and deriving some sense of peace or um, control over that, whether it's TV shows, movies, whatever. I get that. Stimming, I I can understand that on some level, not to the extent that he needs to, but I get that. Mm -hmm. This is what the sensor, all the sensory, because you you and I have had uh, fun little arguments about me saying it's just all in his head. (laughs) And you have corrected me, and I have to go back and say, well, yeah, but it's still in his head. And it's the one thing that I I can't wrap my, my, my mind around. The... Hey, I mean, when we ask him to try something new, when we when you stretch him with new food, mm-hmm. I mean, it, no is coming out of his mouth before you finish what you're going to ask him. Do you want to try? I, I don't I can't even think of anything. A sugar cookie? Do you want to try a piece of cake? Do you want to try macaroni? Um, macaroni? Do you want to try? I mean, anything. And no is coming out, and and a emphatic no. Right. An eight year old loud no. Mm-hmm. And he just there's there's that one thing that just stops, and he just can't kind of get past the hump sometimes when it comes to, and that's the thing that I don't understand. What is it about rain 
that when we went to Kings Island, yeah. and it was it wasn't just the rain; it was everything. I think it, it, it was, was that it seemed just, it was a different. He was a different kid, he and was. like he had regressed. Yes, from what you from what you had told me from his first trip. Yeah, I I think all of us have bad days, you know, and I think maybe that was just a one of his, the days he got off on the wrong side of the bed or whatever. It was not that he was in a bad mood. No. But the question of the day, because there were clouds in the sky, was, is it going to rain? Is and it, it going to rain? And the and our truthful answer was, there is a chance of rain. It might rain because there was a chance of rain. And well, it, and it did at some point it sprinkle. It, I don't think it ever poured down unless it was on the, the on our way home yeah. in the car. But it did start to sprinkle. And he can't, he doesn't even want that. No, and it was it was interesting because you had a, a couple of conference calls. You actually went to the family center. Yeah, I was not a good uh, spouse nor a stepfather during this trip. Well, we just found out it was kind of like a last minute kind of thing. It, it was like, oh, by the way, you right. know, I've, I have to. I've got two conference calls I have to join, so I have to find a place to do it in Kings Island. And then um, I think they both stretched longer than they were supposed to because yeah. when you came back, I couldn't tell if you were frustrated with Alex, frustrated with me, or just frustrated with life. I was frustrated with life at that Everything. point. It was. So at, you were gone. I think you were out of commission for three hours. Something like four that. Hours. Yeah, it was longer than I expected. Yeah, it was like four hours. It was basically the entire time that we were there. Now, we didn't get there exactly when the park opened, but pretty close to it. Um, we got there. The sun was shining, but it was really cloudy. And multiple times on the way there Alex was asking is it going to rain we kept explaining it was we were like a broken record so we get there one of the first things uh, he wanted to ride was this like little or you had to go ahead and excuse yeah I yourself. immediately as soon as we got there I had to go find a, a place it's like a family center that's yeah that's exactly what it was and it was and and they I love this family center we have used it Every single time that we've gone to Kings Island, I love it. Um, great place for conference calls. It's a great place for conference calls. And it's very, very quiet, intentionally quiet. And a lot of families, um, and it's even advertised to be this way, can use it if, you know, if their child's experiencing, let's say, a meltdown mm-hmm. or whatever. Everyone that works there is very, very sweet. And we even, um, and they've been they've been great that you can go and get waivers like ride waivers at the family center before you enter into the park. And it's basically like, why do you need to go to like the through the handicap you know right. space or whatever? And you can use that if you are on the spectrum and mm-hmm. have you know, so you don't have to wait in line for two hours. You can just kind of go through this the special entrance, and so we've used that. It's been great. We went ahead. We did that. We went in. You had to excuse yourself, and for the you next, keep saying it so nicely. You were you you were so not pleased with this. Well, I wasn't happy. I understood, but I wanted it was a family day, so I wanted right. us to be together. And as didn't a family. know it was going to be that long. But in the meantime, while I'm on this three hour or these two three hour one and a half hour conference calls, mm-hmm. you and Alex went off and. I tried to get him, we we went into, you know, s- tried to stand in line for the, his favorite roller coaster. Which? Which was the Woodstock Express. Right. The, it used to be the Beastie. It used to be the Beastie. When you and I yeah. were kids. And it's it's a roller, I mean, it it's is. a roller yeah. coaster. It, There's it no, is. like, loops or anything like that. But the last time we had gone to Kings Island, he wanted, he pointed to the, the, the largest roller coaster in the whole park and said, I want to ride that. Yeah. And he wasn't tall enough. Like he, he, he still, I don't think he still he is. St- he may still not be tall enough, but he wanted to ride it. So we went on this, the small, we didn't go on it. We stood in line 
he right. had a meltdown. I no 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 no. I and don't want to. But at what point? At what point did that happen in the line? Because this is the part I wasn't around for. Well, we tried multiple times, but what he would he would try to get up there. Um, they would sign off on the paper, okay. and then the cart would come. Oh, okay. And they would be waiting for us to get on, and then he'd be like, no 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 no. So and then crying, and so we would kind of back away from the line. I would kind of talk to him about right. it. This is remember this ride. You've ridden this before. You loved it. <laughs> and he said, he said no. Um, and so we did this to probably, I don't know, five, six, the, seven rides. The one thing you all did accomplish is you made it to the top of the Eiffel Tower. At Kings we Island. did. And, and that's, I don't know if that's when you well, kind of hit your point or at some point, because he just wouldn't let up about the rain and you couldn't get him. Because this whole day was about him. It's not that you, you and I didn't go there to ride roller coasters or no. have necessarily a, a Just to experience a joy with him. Right. It was for him. And he, and he, he, he just, was so stressed yeah. about it. And I hated it for him because he's had such a, like, great experiences before. And it broke my heart because he wasn't able to do that because, I mean, literally, I heard the word rain, and I'm not even exa- exaggerating, probably a thousand times yeah. in the course of those three and, to and four hours. But there's two things here, right? I mean, there's the fact that when he was, how old you all went, and he rode everything he could ride. Everything he was tall enough to ride, he rode and rode yeah. it with utter joy. And this time would not even the kid rides, the slow kid rides. The only thing, and this is at the end of the day, the last thing we do is we're trying to talk him into those, I guess, the Snoopy or Woodstock helicopters or yeah. something that just kind of they're maybe 20, 25 feet high. They ride on a rail. They we go a yeah. slight incline and then back down, and that's it. But you're 25 feet off the ground, and he was. Whether it was the rain or whether it was something else, he was hesitant to do that, and we kept kind of turning back and going forward and turning back and going forward. Yeah, it it was heartbreaking, but um, I I I felt bad by the when when you saw us like after you had emerged from your conference calls and we had gone to the that center and the people there loved their hearts. They were trying very much to to help. Yes, um, they weren't much help though because they, they didn't understand yeah they, they were they were trying to offer well there's this one ride he would like and i'm like i don't think this isn't about rides anymore this is about rain at this point this is about rain yeah. and, it, and it did it did rain but we um at that point in time i was so frustrated and i was at the point where i f- i really truly felt bad for being frustrated i really did i i was I, I can't even describe it. There have been no. very few times where I have been at like a breaking point where it's like, and I I don't make it a habit of like showing tears in front of Alex. I have before, but it is like not even a handful of times. And yet, he sees right through you anyway. He does. Yeah, especially and that day because it was pretty obvious. He did. And w- so when we got back... um, we met you at that at family that, still center. Still at that center. That was that was really the that was the only thing we did at Kings Island that yeah. day. Really, is we yeah. hung out at the family center. And it was, um, I I I just I handed basically Alex off to you, and I said I have to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I went for maybe a five minute walk. I I don't even it, remember. All it, I remember is he wanted to go inside the family center. He kept, again, just like you had already had, asking about rain, saying, I think it's going to rain. I think it's going to rain. Is it going to rain? Um, and then me trying to get him, okay, well, it might. 
but we don't need to go inside. We could, because they had this big awning right outside the family. So we could sit there and not right. get wet if it did rain. But even getting in there was a, a, a bit of a lift. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and then we're just sitting there talking. And I, I don't know how long it was before you came back. But when you came back, I don't know if he had started to understand that you were I, I don't know what emotion he 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 recognized in you other than frustration and sadness and mm-hmm. I don't know if he he felt any guilt over that it, it, it because looking at the outside end of your all's relationship it, was it mommy's upset so I'm upset right he and very I wasn't, much and I wasn't yelling I no. wasn't I what like it was it was just I couldn't figure it out, and I and then by the time, like I said, at the end of those three or four hours, I was so frustrated that I was frustrated. And frustrated at what? And I was just frustrated because I wanted so badly for him to experience yeah. joy, and he wasn't. And then as time went on, I was just I was frustrated at myself mm-hmm. and mad at myself because I was trying to force something that he just did not want to do. And I am all for stretching him. Yes. Um, It's my favorite word that you've introduced me to. Not that I didn't know it before, but in this context, I I love the idea of of stretching him, stretching each other. I I love the idea of, you know what, this is something I struggle with. This is something that I'm not good at, so let's try. Yeah. Well, so I handed him off to you, and I went for, I think it was like a five-minute walk. I I didn't go far, and I came back. And there was a little bench mm-hmm. there, and I told Alex that I wanted to talk to him. And I can't remember if you were standing there, if you had already gone in to the family center. But I just told him, I said, listen, I said, Alex, I said, I am so sorry for um, for being upset, I guess, or getting frustrated. Um, and I said, I'm I'm sorry. And then I, I kind of broke down. Mm-hmm. I started crying a little bit. I said, I just wanted you to have fun. Right. And I'm sorry um, that you didn't. And when he saw me starting to cry, mm-hmm. he cried. Yeah. And he, he didn't just cry. Let me, let me paint this picture. So you're sitting there kind of talking to him. He starts to see you break. Mm-hmm. And he immediately w- breaks too. Mm-hmm. Or at least starts to tear up and starts to cry. And he has that thing where he says he's not crying when he's crying or he's not sad when he's crying or he's not whatever negative emotion he's feeling. He's never, according to him, he's never feeling it. And uh, he's sitting there crying and he kind of, you and he just kind of hugged and which is what he does. Yeah. He grabs onto you when he's struggling. But it, this was a moment where he grabbed onto you because you were struggling. Yeah, he was consoling me. Yes. And I, oh, Gosh, and that was just... Probably just broke you even more. It did. Yeah. It did. I... I, oh. And so we went in and um, and sat down at a table right. or whatever. Right. I had, had my two-hour, three-hour conference calls. And the two ladies, uh-huh. again, trying they to make recommendations. Yes. <laughs> they wanted us to have, They wanted us to have joy that day, too. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry. Um, they're like, well, he would love the aquarium. I was like, oh, he loves the yes. aquarium. Right. So... Um, and then even while we were sitting there, Alex found a tissue or something and he brought it over to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and I, I wasn't crying anymore at this point, but he brought a tissue over to me. Um, and I think you asked him about it, like, and he said it was for mommy, mm-hmm. it was for mommy's tears or something mm-hmm. like that. So 
what was interesting, there were two, two huge things that stuck out to me afterwards, and that was we had decided that we were going to leave. Right. There was no more. Right. Um, he had decided we were going to leave. Yeah, we were calling it a day, and we were walking to the parking lot, and it's like his mood changed. Yeah. He was... Um, I forgot about this. He was not. He was not frustrated anymore. No, he was relieved. He was relieved. Yeah, I mean, because we just were uh, maybe a hundred yards or so, as far as he knew, from the car, mm-hmm. and we were heading there, and that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, he wanted to go to the car. Go to the car. You could see the weight being lifted off of his shoulders, and he said multiple times, "I had so much fun." So today. irritating hearing that. I had so much fun today, oh. and so I'm thinking, okay, is he saying this Liar. because? You're a liar. <laughs> because I needed to hear that because I told him all I wanted for him to do was have fun. I would say yes. Yeah. But I I would also say that because he he plays off you and everything, right? He mm-hmm. he reacts to you. And so at some I I I don't I don't know this. You would know this better than I and he certainly wouldn't know better than anybody, but I wonder if he wasn't thinking, "Oh, well, I'm doing something wrong because I should be enjoying this, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah, so he was, that. because he is an absolute rule follower, people pleaser. And mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't, if he's not, I don't know if this is right, performing, right. that's a terrible word to use in this situation, but the way he thinks he's supposed to, that yeah. now we're now we're falling apart a little bit. And when Alex falls apart, it's tears and it's sadness. It's never anger. It is. It's some frustration. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It really is because he wants so badly to please people, and I just think that <laughs> you and he were having a, a fight that day over who was going to help the other one be happy. Yeah, and you both lost, which is which is sweet. And then what happened the next week? So he, um, or it was no, this was like a few weeks later because yeah. that school started, right? And then there was a piece of paper. That it said, draw a picture of something that made you sad yep. or has made you sad. And so we were going through the folder. After school. After school. And um, and so we see this little picture and it looks like a house mm-hmm. and like a chair or something outside of the house with two people sitting Perhaps on Perhaps a family it. center and a bench. It's so, yeah. Um and so I asked him about it. I said, what made you sad? He said, I can't remember exactly his words, but it was, either. that's you and me yeah. um, on on the bench at Kings Island. Yeah. And I just realized just how impactful of a moment that that was. Like it left an imprint on him and just made me, it, it, it broke my heart. Okay. Um, but I, I was proud of him mm-hmm. for recognizing um, an emotion and being able to not only verbalize it but also um, further communicate it by writing a picture, yeah, like sure. you know, drawing a picture. And so, I, it, and three weeks later. It's still there. I it's mean, still it's still there. What if you, you ask him today, he would probably say that. And I, those are the moments, honestly, where it they actually kind of scare me a little bit because, um, and maybe it and it's 
that fear is is not justified or, or anything. I know it is, but it's like as a parent, you always wonder what your kids are soaking in yeah. and how, <laughs> how you're scarring them or because you are. That's a, it, parenting is, is a huge responsibility, and, and it's not something that I take lightly. And so, just to note that there are points in time like that that leave a significant impression. Well, you, you, but you've used two words. You've used the word scarred and you used the word impression for what he had or felt in that moment. Yeah. Scarred, okay, can be a bad thing, but you can grow from it. Impression's not necessarily a bad thing. And I don't know that what he experienced, though it was sad, was a bad thing. Because at some point... I want him to see that I'm vulnerable. There we go, yeah. You know, that 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 I'm not always strong. Mm -hmm. Um. And maybe I should show more of it. I don't. I don't know. Here's, here's, I struggle with that. I don't think you have to show more of it for his sake, because as we found out not long ago, um, he he sees it. Yeah. He worries about you. Yeah. And and he knows that I worry. Right. That that's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. He he brought that up um, in a conversation with someone that he he's worried about mom. Yeah. Just because mom worries, mm-hmm. which you do. I worry about him. Yeah. So I mean, did I'm, my so is my mom. I I think every mom worries, and we shouldn't. I mean, there needs to be some level of worry, you know. That, that's that's just part of parenting. It's not going away. But worrying about scarring them on some level when well, and scarring I think has a bad connotation. Maybe look at as scarring, impression, mark, what whatever. I just think that it just it just further brings to light like just how. Um, how much we can influence our child and the good things that they th- they need to see from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe one of those good things is us showing our weaknesses as well. So the one of the good things that's come out of it, though, is, or, and again, because due to stretching and due mm-hmm. to, okay, you and I saw something that was like shocking how terrified he was of it sprinkling, of it yeah. of feeling a drop of rain on his skin, on his head anything like that because he he'll get out in the in an umbrella like if he's got cover he's okay but he has to have that cover Mm -hmm. so and you and i i think over the next gosh i can't when when was king's island was it that was in august good gosh okay so over the last three or four months have intentionally tried to get him yeah to let's it yeah it's it might rain let's go let's Let's go jump in a puddle let, let's go out and let's feel it on our skin. Mm-hmm. And um, was it a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. It was raining when we picked him up. And like. He stepped like, outside yeah. of the umbrella. Yes. Like intentionally and with confidence. And you know what? I'm going to go feel this thing. He was I'm, testing himself. And he, there was a puddle there and he walked through it. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. Went to the puddle to walk through it. And that's what I. It's it's so cool to see himself stretching himself because we can ask and we can mm-hmm. say rain isn't going to hurt ready, you he's ready yeah just like with the carrots yeah which that that was a major celebration the well, other night one thing one thing that we're burying though in this is that you had mentioned to me regarding the hidden just the, because it was the rain that was a deal because it was overcast and mm-hmm. there, we had told him that it was it could rain while we were at king's island but whether that was it, he also didn't want to get on the rides. And you, you experienced him getting close to a ride, and the moment the cars came up, no, 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 
Yeah. That's not who Alex was the last time he was at Kings Island. Mm-mm. So what happened? Yeah, there's a couple of things that I think happened. Um, and that was recently leading up to our, our trip there. Um, one of the things was he was at summer camp. And I think this is when it all kind of started. The rain started becoming an issue when they were outside I playing. About this too, yeah. They were outside playing and it just started it pouring just down rain. And so everyone ran to a shelter. So, and I, I don't know if there was thunder involved or whatever, but I mean, it was a torrential yeah. downpour and they were stuck underneath the shelter. And the, um, and I had shown up just after they were, um, under the shelter and that underneath that shelter, I mean, the kids were screaming, mm. they were, um, the rain yelling. was loud on the roof. Yeah. It, there was a lot of stuff there and he was, he was just sitting there with his hands over his ears yeah. and stuff. It was just way too much. And I think that that definitely did not help. And then he had watched a YouTube video on, um, the 10 ways you can get hurt on, on a, a roller, roller coaster. coaster. Yeah. So he timed that well. Yeah. Um, but we don't know. Did you ever talk to him? We don't know that that's what was causing the non-interest in any rides at Kings Island. I have to say that. I mean, that, it makes sense that it would be, but he's never verbalized that. And I think we've asked him a few times. Well, or I'm when sure, I'm we sure. were on our way to Kings Island, I think he had mentioned it. Like, you can get hurt on roller coasters. Well, he's not wrong. He's not. No. But, you know, but it's... um. <laughs> It's one of those things where you want to, yeah, yeah, you could get hurt (laughs) walking down the street, but you still need to walk down the street. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's a tough conversation because, you know, obviously this is a communication disorder and you just want to be able to communicate it the right way and for it to make sense. Um, Sometimes I just don't know how exactly to do that. But yet we we got to see him stretch himself when he came out of uh, school a few weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was great. So, anyway, I I would love to hear your stories of, of things, um, challenges that you've overcome, um, you know, if you yourself are on the spectrum. And maybe we can touch on that in the subject. You know, maybe it's not rain. Maybe it's something else. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um but I would love to hear other people's stories on this as well. As long as we're talking about the sensory part of autism spectrum. Um, yeah. you, we mentioned the carrot thing earlier, but we didn't explain what happened. Take the last couple of minutes here and tell that story. So Alex has ex- extreme sensory issues when it comes to eating. And he was a picky eater. And I've, I've mentioned several times on the podcast that, you know, he's gone at one time from eating just three foods, you know, to now he... Um, He won't try everything, but he has worked really, really hard, and we've done a lot of food trials at the kitchen table, um, and um, carrots we have been working on for a while now, and so we usually have, you know, put maybe a couple carrots on his plate, and at one time, carrots were just on the table, and then they were just on the plate where he could look at them, and then he had to touch them, and then he had to lick them, and all of that stuff leading up to it, and so the other night, we were out of carrots, and Cameron asked him um, if he you know, we were out of he carrots, had, but if did he want some? He had told his dad um, in their conversation about what he was, because they all, what are you going to have for dinner? And so he always, yeah. before he even knows what we're fixing him, because it is a limited diet, yeah. but he'll tell what he's hoping to have. And for, he threw in carrots. Mm-hmm. And I had actually eaten the last of the carrots earlier that day, so I knew we didn't have any. And so 
I just ran over and I don't want to ask you or ask him, um, Alex, we don't have any carrots. Did I ask him? Yeah, you yeah, did. Would, would, you, would you like some? And he said yes, and that's the first time. Every other time they've been there reluctantly, he's eaten them more and more and more, but now he's, he requested them. He requested them. So you went to the store and yeah. got carrots. So th- that was huge. Absolutely it's, huge. It's, it's, it's weird. Again, for those of you, I'm, I'm, I've been a parent now, step-parent for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And the things you, you celebrate, those small little You're victories. You're starting to experience oh, yeah. them. You yeah, know? You, having that moment of like, I remember when he wouldn't even look at them. He wouldn't touch them. Yeah. You know, the idea of touching to his lips was, no, no. no. And then that, that absolutely um, uh, just ferocious, no, 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 mm-hmm. that he does. And now all of a sudden he's saying, yeah, I'll, uh, carrots. I want carrots. Yeah. Thank you for being my teammate on that. And I'm so glad that you're able to experience, like, just those celebrations now where you can see, like, well, he didn't used to, but now he does. It's, so. co- it's cool watching those those little things because they're, they may be small. He may not even notice them, but they're, like, as much work and time that you put into all of this, it's it's fun to see it happen. It's fun to see him grow proud of him and I think he's proud of himself too yes he certainly is yeah well thanks so much everyone be sure to check out the website myautismtribe.org and then of course we are on all of the social platforms that's Facebook Instagram and Twitter Um, leave us your feedback any kind of questions that you have we love hearing um, from the listeners and just everyone in uh, my autism tribe you're all very important to us and um And we love celebrating with you on those little successes. So thanks so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.